and welcome back to another episode of Wonder Confessions. You can follow me at the underscore wonder on Twitter. Ooh, blanked out for a second. Same for uh, Instagram, film underscore wonder uh, there. Uh, no Captain Zero on Snapchat. You can also read my work at thefilmwonder.wordpress.com. Also thefilmwonder.blogger.com. Read my older work there. Um, so, um... This is a bit impromptu. Um, I'm recording this on Monday morning. Um, I plan on doing a show uh, uh, yesterday, but I got tired, man. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to make this a, a common theme, like for every, you know, for every um, time I'm doing this, do a show. But, but to be honest, I've been I've been trying to, you know, sleep and take care of myself. Um, not so much that I'm I'm gonna start doing a show on on Mondays because it's impossible because I have to work on Mondays. Um, but I need to get into a train of mind that in which I can sort of do the show, do the show on a Sunday, like Sunday night or, you know, Sunday, you know, morning, Sunday afternoon or whatever. Like I might have to start doing that occasionally sort of, if I can do other things like throughout the, you know, Sunday, cause I only get one day off, you know, and Sunday is like my only day off and, and, um, you know. I had to sort of make something out of, you know, what is going to probably be like a 40, 45 minute show uh, right now because I have to be at my shop, uh, you know, as you speak. Um, so, you know, that's a little disclaimer there uh, for, for those that do listen to this episode. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll cut right to the chase. Um, and yesterday in the NFL, um, there was... Um, Players, owners, you know, coming together, you know, walking arms, you know, standing up for unity and pride and all that shit. And, and um, you know, I have my thoughts on it and um, it, it won't take long because, you know, quite honestly, like I, I feel a certain way about the whole walking arms thing. Like I like I do about the the, the narrowization of athletes and, and, and cultures and and intangibles and, you know, all that all that bullshit that um, is peddled occasionally in, in sports. Um, so plainly athletes, well, black athletes particularly are protesting police brutality and, um, anti-blackness in, in the world and really in the United States. Um, and yes, they're also protesting freedom of speech and all that against Trump because Trump, uh, um, at a rally, I forgot where, um, uh, basically was saying something to the effect of, um, and I swear I wasn't going to say the man's name. That uh, you should uh, it wouldn't be great if uh, p- p- people would kick these people out, um, kick these sons of bitches out, and I'm paraphrasing what he said and stuff, and and pretty pretty frightening, pretty frightening, um, that uh, you would have this asshole say that shit, um, but it's not surprising. I mean, to be quite honest, none of this none of this is really surprising, and and I I. I I think the thing that really irks me the most about it is seeing some of the some of the people who who give they give the Trump a million dollars or either Rex Ryan, you know, saying, you know, this is what I didn't support. And then you see um, you you just see this 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 um, this cavalcade of of like sycophants coming out and saying, okay, well, this is not what I supported because you thought it was funny. And I've I've said that for a while that people voted for Trump in some in some way, shape, or form because they wanted someone interesting. And 
the problem with getting someone interesting is someone interesting will and will basically end your life, will end your um your funding for I don't know medication and your funding for I don't know good bathrooms, good good water, good good uh good air, which is what Scott Pruitt's doing. <laughs> um, he's trying to kill you know every facet of what life is in in, in, in the world. I'm not, I don't mean to laugh, but it's just, it's just, I'm laughing because it's so fucking absurd. Um, but back to the whole thing. Um, I get, I get the thing that pisses me off about the whole lock and arm shit is, is again, the, the, just the narrowization of it, that it's, well, they're all coming together for a cause. Like we know y'all are coming together perfectly because it's, you know, team together, together and, you know, for a greater cause and, and for all those things. But, you know, you know, and everyone you see Dan Snyder lock arms, you see uh, Shadid Khan of the Jaguars, you see Bob Kraft of the Patriots, you see uh, who else? Uh, uh, I don't know what Stephen Ross gave to uh, 45, but, you know, when you kind of just preface it in the in, in these like sweet words of like, well, this is all coming together for for inclusion and, and, and diversity. But you have to understand what what are you really saying? Because I think I think the Warriors said something to that effect too, and you know they weren't going to go to well they're going to go to the White they're going to go to DC, but you know for inclusion and diversity. But I'm like, so you're but you're still going to Washington DC though. Wouldn't you like use your power to stand out to white supremacy? But it just seems like people don't want to say the actual thing they're concerned about. So they say, well, it's for inclusion and diversity. It's it's for anything but the actual issue. It's it's it, it's like it's it's just cowardice. It's just straight up cowardice. And when I see those owners, I'm just like, y'all, a bunch of cowards, y'all a bunch of bitch ass cowards to me. And anything you do, I'm going to hold your ass to the fire. Like I'm gonna hold like 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 them trying to be on the right side of history now. Mm-mm. Nope. His, history ha- right now has shown you you're you're full of shit, and I don't trust a single word. Because hell, um, I kind of wonder what these what these what these owners think about um, I don't know autism. What what do you think about that? What do you, what do you think about women women's issue? Because you know women watch more most of your games, and and you you treat women like shit. So it's like. <laughs> it's like it's it's like the the the, the layers of hypocrisy just it stuns the fuck out of me, and it's like to what end will y'all actually say what the fuck you're mad about? Oh, say what what your cause is, not the athletes because I know what their cause is, but it's y'all, and it's just, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it, it's just imperialism <laughs> or imperialism or just you know shut up my way or the highway. NASCAR's that too, by the way. Um, like, geez, NASCAR, thanks for showing what you what you've always been. And by the way, full disclosure, I watch NASCAR. Um, but I am telling you this, I'm not surprised. Um, that um um NASCAR owners say they would fire a driver or a crew member if they if they just put the national anthem. Like, geez, what a way to stand up for the national anthem, uh, NASCAR. Gee, great, great job on actually saying everything that you've actually you stood up for for since your inception. It's amazing to me, right? 
this is the same NASCAR. <clears throat> this is the same NASCAR that uh is like uh we're gonna we're gonna get your credit flags and replace it with an American flag and then oh here's my Brian Fans twenty sixteen with Chase Elliott, Bill Elliott, uh David Reagan, Ryan Newman at a Trump rally in Atlanta, Georgia, the day after the folds of honor five hundred on Fox. <laughs> like, like you cannot make this shit up. It, it's crazy to me. Um <laughs> It looks like um, we well, we don't we don't we 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 care about diversity. You have to drive a diversity program. It's like how do how do those people feel? How do those women feel? <laughs> I mean, you you have you you know people who want to come into NASCAR, and it's like you shun them. And it's like it, I'm not surprised that all, that all racing has a has a racial pass. And I'm and I said auto racing because any car doesn't have a black driver. <laughs> they don't. Formula One has one black driver, <laughs> and I'm pretty. I don't know. If people say, "Well, well, it, it, Formula One's very diverse." Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> I mean, diverse, diverse. What? Diverse in in in, in technology. Diverse in um, nose requirements and, and wings and like the diversity to me and, and that aspect means something different for them and than it does in the actual uh, in the actual human spirit. And it's just you know, just um I did I I'm not gonna boycott these games for the record. I'm I'm like I'm gonna watch football. Like I watched Cincinnati and Packers and that was a good game and and I didn't watch the Ra- Raiders in um Washington play last night. Not because I was taking a stand, but it was just like I, I don't really care about really Sunday football. So I was like, I mean, I'm I'm gonna watch Saw Five, <clears throat> and I'll get to the, the Saw franchise in a little bit, um, because I've been binging the fuck out of those movies. Excuse me, but I, I can't really put my effort <clears throat> into giving into something in which doesn't give a shit about me. I mean, NASCAR probably has seen my has probably seen their last dollar of me for quite a while, because um, I went to the home, I went to the Homestead race, um, 2015, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping around, but I'm kind of I'm kind of trying to get trying to say shit here and there because I you know I'm I'm on a time clock, but my point, but yeah, I, I went to the Homestead race in 2015, um, uh, championship for my pops, my my brother. Um, watched it, you know, had a good time, it was good, and you know, I got to the race view and all that stuff. And you know, the hard part, hard part of that thing was, you know, it's hard to pay attention because you had the race view in front of you, and you have, um, you know, uh, action going on the track. Uh, you know, four car pile up, including Dale Jr., Eric Armstrong, and Clint Boyer. Um, and I think Reagan was involved in it too. Um, uh, like the biggest wreck of the race, and then everything else is just, you know, it was, you know, roughly a fairly clean race. Um, you know, people ran into tire issues here and there, and you know, Kyle Busch, you know, eventually passed, I think, Harvard for the lead, and then, you know, that was it. That was really it. Um, oh, no, Keselowski. Uh, Keselowski was the best car, and I think he spun the tires, and then Kyle Busch won the race, and then Kevin Hart can catch him. But never beside the point. Um, you know, good race, enjoyed it, and, you know, I remember dad asked me, he wants to go back to the race uh, last year. And, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, cool and all that. But, and then I said to myself, it's like, do you really want to go back to this? It's like, no, I don't, I don't really feel like going back to something in which I don't feel welcome. And when my father won't feel welcome and my brother won't feel welcome, um, where you are, you know, holding on to those, you're, you know, you're saying these things, but you don't really, you don't really, you don't really, you can't really back it up with shit. So you just, you just say shit. So, 
It's like how so how how do I trust you when I can't trust you? And that's the very problem of this whole thing is I can't trust um people who don't have my best interest at, at, at length and will do nothing but just want to tell me to shut up because my problems don't matter and will do anything but to actually call it the problem. So what do they do is they'll basically they'll destroy the world before they actually get to my problems. And it's, it's so it's so defeating. It's, it's it's really defeating and it's really it's really um you know, I, I can't really, I can't really take it anymore. So, you know, they've seen my last dollar um, for quite a while. Um, I might go to IndyCar um, 2019 and let's see the St. Louis, St. St. Petersburg uh, Grand Prix race. But, you know, I don't really care. You know, I mean, what's the point of talking about diversity when you don't even talk when you're afraid of uh, people who aren't white? You know, what's the point? You know, what's the point of, you know, linking arms together when... Quite honestly, you don't really mean this shit. You mean you just you're trying to you know maintain order, but you want but you want um you know Von Lidl to shut the fuck up and not talk about it. So you just you do see do around the issue. You know, dance around it. Don't talk about it. Say some stupid shit about uh, how um you know this is about inclusion and diversity when you don't really care about the, you don't care about inclusion and diversity. It's just nice words to say, and you know, I I don't have time for cute people who are on you know who are under threat you know every day. Women, you know, black people, black women, uh, Latina women. I mean, Latinas, Latinos. Um, Asian women, Asian men, you know, it just runs the gamut at Native Americans, you know, having, having their lands is place for oil. People don't have time for cute. We need action. So, um, but you know, my, 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 my pessimism aside, like I'm, I'm glad, um, you know, folks are, say, are saying shit. I just, you know, I just, I honestly do wish um, the NFL would address what the players would address everything else to, because it, it, you can't invariably just care about your, you know, you being under attack while other groups are being under attack too. It has to be a joint effort, and if you don't, then what is the point of your cause in the first place? And that's my two cents on it. Because togetherness isn't going to be the way out of this shit. It's going to be just hard truths. You know, actual facts of um, how this country's existed. And, you know, imperialism, uh, slavery, colonialism. Um, You know, America has been marketed as a great lie to people. It's been marketed as a great lie to myself, you know, my family. Um, and every day, you know, you see something in the news, you know, about, um, 45, you know, taking away title nine, um, you know, protection for women. And we're about to see, you know, 
a lot of women come out now and, you know, speak about that. And then, you know, my, my retort, especially white women, is like, you know, where were you in 2016? You know? You know, because if you thought the shit was a game, then, you know, is it a game now when all of a sudden they're coming after you? It's just like, it's just like you're, it's like you want to hold on to that white privilege so much that you're, you get you're, you get a high off of it, which is really the, the whole point of attention. But, but you know, um, I was looking at something for a second. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, man, um, they're coming hard. At your at your shit, and if you let if if um if all you're gonna do is just talk about well you gotta you gotta talk about all the the hardships uh, of uh you know um you know what we as a as white people have gone through is like you haven't gone through any hardships you don't own shit you you, you the quote a line from Wall Street um, Gordon Gecko I create nothing <laughs> which is <laughs> You know the people in power; they they don't create nothing; they just take. So, but I lost focus for a second. But yeah, my yeah, heart truce, yeah, heart truce is what um is what's gonna have to come 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 with this because all this team together shit, all this owners locking arms shit, nah, bro. I I, I roll my eyes at that because I'm just like. I'm like, weren't you the same guy or gal, or gal who said, uh, you know, you, you fire me if I uh, if I st- if stood against the American flag, the imperialist ass flag? Yeah, you know. So, you know. So, what is your so what is your stance in the first place? You know, what do you, you know, what are you really saying? You know that I'm not American, but I don't stand up for that flag that. Has uh put their boot on my neck for for forever, pearl boot on this neck forever. I mean, St. Louis isn't going through some shit right now. Um, where people had enough. Um, they've had enough of the police fucking um getting away with shit, and um you know they've um you know canceled concerts, and it's gonna cost St. Louis a lot of money. Um, I'm gonna say the St. Louis Cardinals was supposed to have something going on. I guess I don't know what charitable something when you know that got. Close off, and I guess uh, they're gonna give people they're working to get people their, uh, you know, I guess uh, I don't know belongings and stuff, uh, swag. But ultimately, you know, people if people don't think this shit can happen to them, then you know, you're living in another universe, and just wake the fuck up. But sexism, misogyny, misogynoir, racism, xenophobia, just gotta be confronted, and. If you're just gonna just cower along and just try to say, "Oh, ableism," um, uh, you know, people who are you know disabled and you know you know physically mentally challenged, you know, you have to confront those truths because if you're just you're just trying to put it under some like sparkly, hey, you know, this is how you this is how you do a protest or whatever, then you're not really saying anything. You know, it's and it's honestly whack. All right, so I'm going to move along a little quickly. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Saw movies are stupid. <laughs> They're stupid movies. But I can't stop watching them. And the very reason why I cannot stop watching them is because, oh, my God, um, there's so many things that just jump around. Um, okay, this guy or this gal, this guy, this gal, this guy, this gal. You know, a lot of stuff that's inconsequential because John Kramer is basically this guy who is telling people, okay, you're fucked up. 
um, I'm going to put you through these trials and, and, and you have to, you know, sacrifice a limb or something in order to survive. And it's like, you might as well just fucking die. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> um, there are crazy movies and I cannot stop watching them. <laughs> um, they are crazy fucking movies. Um, I, I really, it's I can't call it a train wreck because um no it is kind of a train wreck <laughs> I don't know what to say man this is they're <laughs> they're ridiculous movies oh my god they're ridiculous movies um and I just I can't keep my eyes off of them because this it, is like what, what what what's the next contraption you're gonna put um this person through like damn um. Donnie Wahlberg's head is going to be crushed by like two ice cube, ice blocks <laughs> because uh, one buddy can't get over. He needs to save everybody. <laughs> and his people die. <laughs> Shit. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, um, the dialogue is whack. Um, but I can't. But again, it's honestly, I think the dialogue is. Um, I don't really. It's like if you if you, if you can kind of let some shit go over this movie and just just let it ride, you have a great time of it. And because I I what I what I don't what I haven't done really, I haven't really well, spent a lot of time like studying it really hard. So I just let I just let it roll, just let it go, just let it go. Because this is, it, it's some crazy shit. Just just let it roll. <laughs> you know, just it's crazy. It's uh, out of control. It's um. Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm on Saw Six, and I, I was, and I, I started that one last night, but I didn't get a chance to finish it because you know I had to go to bed and stuff. And but in due time, I'll get to it. I'll get to it for sure. Um, uh, Kingsman Two and uh, Mother. So I saw those last week, and I'll get to Kingsman real quick. Uh, I didn't like as much as the first one. I, I didn't really like uh, Julianne Moore's character. I she was like this, like uh, you know. Uh, seller of marijuana you know she couldn't make it i guess doing something else she sold marijuana and stuff and she has all these establishments like in in an island like unknown whatever and um you know she has just like 50s like or just just nostalgic aesthetic and stuff and and you know whatever the 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 whatever the writers and and, um matthew bomb were trying to play with her character just didn't like it and you know julie moore did the best job she could with i just didn't care honestly she was a step down from Sam Jackson, um, it's action packed. Uh, it's fun and all that, and and you know, you know that part is still there, but nothing tops the church scene or, you know, just just the spectacle of just the original itself. I uh, like it honestly. It, like Kingsman two to me feels like a one point five. It's like oh, here's here's you know a new boss and a new you know a new agency and all that stuff, but it really feels like a one point five because it's like I don't think anything here is is really giving me something that I'm going to enjoy from the first film. And there's a good film there. Just ultimately, you know, it all depends on what you think of, um, you know, if you're going to approach it, you know, with, you know, a certain expectation and it all comes down to what do you, what are you going to do when you see it? Because if you're expecting, um, a great, 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 great film, I just, you know, I want to, I really want, wouldn't expect it as much. So, um, and, um, mother was, um, quite an interesting film to watch. 
like wow like the climax alone was insane um I my I guess you know I, I the many times I tried to figure that film out like I I kind of prefaces like okay it's the beginning it's basically the the, the beginning middle and well the beginning and end of humanity and then you know rebirth and stuff and and um, you know I saw a couple of comments from Aronofsky you know um t- saying what the movie's about but um you know you know whatever dude like I like your movie is is honestly like. Uh, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a ruckus and it's hard to put into words like what the hell I watched um cuz I still don't know what the hell I watched um um it was kind of interesting to see um like especially the climax um and I'll just spoil here like uh, you know Jennifer Lawrence has a baby and they eat the baby and then all of a sudden she gets mad at the baby you know be eating and then they beat her um which you know is a, is a metaphor for like you know you know staying your place woman which you know, I won't say I'm instantly the connection, but but it's like you know, it, as I as I had to think about all the other shit in the film because there's a lot of shit in the film. I was like, oh yeah, that's a metaphor for um, you know, women are only entitled to to the babe to 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 be you know, make babies, but but not but not but be much not be much else. So you know, I did I did you know eventually get to that, but all in all, um, personally. Um, like, you know, I thought it was okay. Um, it was interesting for sure. Um, I mean, it, it, it kind of, you know, it does continue, um, Aronofsky's like, you know, um, ways of being a lightning rod in the industry, so to speak. And, um, you know, you know, this movie will be talked about for quite a while, I think. Um, you know, not now, but, you know, maybe some people will probably try to say, well, Mother was a, was a movie ahead of its time. It's like, nah, or was it just, it was, oh, it was a movie that shocked people. And if you, either you were in or you were out. And that's kind of the, the, the thing about it. But, you know, metaphorically, like, it, I, I got some of the, I got some more of the movie was talking about, but, but ultimately, you know, your story is weird. And um, I don't really think, you tried to put everything together as you helped, as you hoped. So it's a bit of a tough slog. Um, but I really wouldn't put much emphasis in like thinking things hard about it. Like it's okay, but I wouldn't rush out to theaters to see it. I maybe have to see it. Mad native motherfucker, but don't, <laughs> don't rush out to see it. Anyway, um, that's my thoughts on those two movies. Um, I'll have to write those reviews. Um, I, I got to write those reviews this week. That's, you know, it's also part of why I'm not going to go to the movies um, this week because I got to write some reviews. And also, I need I need to binge Saw and I need, I need to watch catch a bunch of shows too. You know, Superheroes coming back and so is Flash and so is you know you know Legends tomorrow. All these shows are coming back, so I got to try to binge as many of them like, as I can. So uh, it's gonna be a breathless event. Oh, 24 Legacy, I got to finish that shit too. And, and Legion, I got to finish that too. Too, there's a lot of shit I got to finish. <laughs> a lot of shit I haven't finished. So. Um, is that, um, and then those two movies as well, uh, quickly, um, weekend box office, Kingsman, Golden Circle, um, wasn't one of the box office at $39 million, um, unofficial, um, t- total, um, cost $4 million, um, yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what the movie does with that, I think it made, it made like one or two million more than the original, and, um, the thing with sequels is, uh, consistency, um, especially knowing that it cost $104 million, so we'll see what is able to pull off, like, later weeks to come there's not much competition um this week um i think it's biggest competition has got to be um um cruises uh, american made 
Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and then you have it number two, um, top eight percent, fifty percent, which is pretty good for a horror movie. Thirty million dollars, uh, currently at two hundred six point three million dollars. Uh, the uh, the Lego Ninjago movie um, underperformed um, compared to uh, the Lego movie and the Lego Batman movie. Twenty one point two million dollars is uh, not really good. Um, I don't know how much it costs, but uh, I'm pretty sure it might might have cost him a fortune at Warner Brothers. Uh, American Assassin dropped fifty eight percent. Um, uh, sixty-two point two million dollars for a total grand total, twenty-six point one million dollars uh, so far. Um, it, 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 I, I, it'll be really close to that movie makes budget. Home again, uh, dropped thirty-six percent, uh, three point three million dollars. Uh, still, still doing slightly well, uh, twenty-two point three million dollars. Um, it's probably gonna make double its budget. Um, Mother, yeah, um, big drop, uh, fifty-seven percent, twenty-two million dollars, uh, thirteen point four. Currently, at the box office firm requests. Uh, what? Two point four million dollars, <laughs> uh, roughly a budget of ten million dollars. <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, Pimp's Bodyguard, uh, three consecutive number one weekends um, because nothing was out. Forty nine percent drop. Uh, one point eight million dollars, seventy three point five million dollars um, stronger. Number nine. Uh, the new, I guess, uh, movie about this guy of the Boston who went through the Boston bombing and lost. I think I think he lost his legs. I think uh, one point seven million dollars. Um, uh, number nine was that movie, um, and Wind River was number ten, um, one point two million dollars, fifty one percent drop, uh, thirty one point six million dollars. Um, it's doing pretty well. So those are top tens. Okay, um, I'm gonna try to breeze for as many articles as I can before I have to go. Um, but um, I will. Um, oh, um, where is it? Where's that damn article about Blade Runner twenty four ninety? Not getting a. Not getting um. Uh, a director's cut. Um, uh, apparently, um, Blade Runner twenty one. Well, why Blade Runner twenty one? I won't get a director's cut. Um, this is from Cineblend, and a lot of these articles will be from from Cineblend. And um, as you know, um, the original Blade Runner has like three or four, like three or four billion like director's cuts of its own version of like trying to make corrections here and there of the original. I think I saw one. I saw one version. Um, it was like like a decade ago um, when I was like twenty one, and I don't remember remember it very well, well. Other than just I just didn't like the film. I thought it was okay. Um, it didn't really hit me in the spots I need to be hit. Um, it it was something worth time, whatever, and stuff. And um, uh, the only thing is, like, the thing is, the movie you're going to see is the director's cut. There will be no further. Maybe there's, there'll be a studio version. Um, he laughs. Uh, maybe a studio producer version, but it's not, but not a director's version. That's my director's cut. So I don't think there'll be further versions. If there are alternate versions, they're not from me. Yeah, um, I guess the thing is, like, um, I I can't really say why there were so many, like, cuts, like, um, like, because, yeah, like I said, four cuts, I think, one's a work print prototype cut and the final cut, um, I know it was, of course, a theater cut, and, you know, obviously, but, um, yeah, um, I don't think it would matter, I the version of that movie that you'll see is the version of that movie you'll see. I don't really think there's much you can see after that. Like, you know, I'm probably going to see, I'm going to see Blade Runner 2049 one time and it looks cool, but you know, we'll address, you know, you know, um, you know, um, Harris Ford's character of, um, him ripping a fucking replicant. 
hold her against her will and shit. Like, you know, will those things be touched or addressed? And I don't know if they will be addressed or not, but the moral story is like, uh, those movies are pretty fucked up and, um, well, that movie's pretty fucked up and, um, you know, the fact that, um, Dennis Villeneuve's like, uh, I don't know if we'll do another writer's cut, you know, no, <laughs> but it won't, it won't be me for me. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if there is a Dirt's Cut version, great. If there isn't, whatever. Like, I don't care. Um, Justice League uh, cuts another cast member from the Uncut Room floor, or Chris, Sam- Chris Simmons, um, who was who, Irish rest in the uh, DC uh, EU. Um, um, you know, Joss Whedon has done a lot of, um, you know, a lot of post-production, you know, since uh, Zack Snyder has been away from Justice League. Um, um, of course, you know, with the, you know, sad passing with his daughter um but um you know she's covering the movie apparently and jesse eisenberg covering the movie too um been a lot of reshoots you know a lot of i'm guessing a lot of overcorrection because you know you know Warner brothers is you know his ass has gotten tight you know ever since the movies have been a thing and um you know she apparently won't be in the movie um and you know my feeling is like uh, sucks for her because you know it's a black woman who's been cut from the movie and stuff. But but you know subsequently, um, if it didn't really like impact the film at all, like you know who knows. But man, they are they are going they're going ham on this fucking movie to to make it right, make it tight. They're doing everything possible to make sure it's it's gonna be it's gonna live up to the to the um, to the. Um, <laughs> I don't know the the Thor Ragnarok, which good luck, because uh, it ain't it ain't beating Thor Ragnarok. At least it's as far as like gross goes, like overall gross. Like Ragnarok's gonna have a two week head start, and Warner Bros. is like, oh, we're, we're gonna try to kick ass. And it's like, okay, this is like, all right, this is a little movie. A couple weeks after, we're still gonna we're still gonna make money. <laughs> so um, yeah, it sucks for her that she she'll be getting cut from the movie and all that, and, and um. Yeah, um, too bad. Um, it's just too bad. Um, I, I really like that actress. Um, I really do. Um, and um, Kirsten Dunst was on Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel's show. Um, she got she apparently got high on a set of his movie. She's doing uh, or that's currently out like called Woodstock. Kirsten Dunst was like a look a pothead anyway. Um, and. It's kind of funny that I I, I kind of said to myself that Kirsten does every damn day kind of looks like um, Bonnie Hunt <laughs> from like Beethoven and um, uh, Jerry Maguire and her own like talk show she have like six minutes she kind of reminds me of Bonnie Hunt like a like a she's my Bonnie Hunt except she's like a few years older than me so um yeah so she got high on a set of this movie she did and shit and uh, uh, here's a quote uh, we were doing this one scene where obviously in the movie I don't smoke that many but when you're doing takes you're doing one after after the next after the next and I wasn't eating that much at the time and so I after we were done with the scene I went back to this little bedroom to rest and I started to feel like I was losing my mind I went to the to the bat to the bathroom I was pacing I'm like Laura to the director um, there's something wrong with me I think I need to go to the hospital I'm like something there's something seriously up I feel like I'm losing my mind I'm shaking I'm hot I'm just flipping out so one of the producers comes in and they're like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel terrible. I don't know what's wrong with me. He goes back. He looks he looks at all of the, you know, everything that I smoked to make sure everything's okay. He came back and he was like, oh, you smoked a, little, a full blunt on one of the t- <laughs> Yeah, so she got high. 
you got high. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> all I can do is laugh at it. It's like, <laughs> I don't even want to know her thoughts on the homecoming. So I'm not even read about that. <laughs> I don't even think there's much to read about. <laughs> That's all I had, man. Um, um, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it here. <laughs> I, I promise there will be more. I'll, I'll do a better. I, let me rephrase it. I have to do a better show next time. Um, um, I guess maybe I'm still kind of, you know, sort of like still dealing with, you know, the shit from the hurricane and all that's probably why I'm, it's taking me long, you know, long to get readjusted, but you know, I have to do a better show than this and I, I need to get back to doing it Sundays because it keeps me at a right from my mind because if, you know, I'm trying to do shows on Monday and you know, when I have to go to work the next day, it, it breaks my momentum up. So definitely next time when I'm going to do a, a podcast, It'll be it'll be on the show, believe me. And it'll be more than 35, 40 minutes. Um, it'll be like an hour or so. And I and I'm still trying to get in on iTunes. I haven't had the time, to be quite honest, to, to get it there. Um I have I had to find a way to do so so I can get more listeners. Even if it's three listeners, like great. Um, but ultimately like I have to start putting the show on to other people's to to you know different ears so you know the 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 show has weight to it and people are listening and you know are you know getting a feel for it and stuff but in the meantime it's still on Podbean and you know you can listen to it there but I I would like to get more more of a base of people to listen to it and you know I'll have to end it there um so um, again, follow me at um, on Twitter, film underscore wonder. Um, same for Instagram, filmwonder.wordpress.com and filmwonder.blogger.com. And um, remember, um, if anyone is taking away your joy or, or um, you know, is telling you to, you know, stand up for the American flag or for a fact for a for a flag that hasn't really, um, you know, been kind to my 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 race, or whatever. Fuck them. And, you know, that's my two cents on that, too, again. (laughs) All right, y'all. Y'all take care. Y'all have a good day. Peace.